0: I'm Dr Renee White and this is The Science of Motherhood. Hello and welcome to episode 109 of The Science of Motherhood. I am your host, Dr Renee White. Thank you so much for joining me today. It is one of our Check In Tuesday episodes, which is kind of like a short and sweet episode about, I don't know, something I've read in the research. Could be sharing my favorite recipe. I need to do another one of those, actually. I should do that um, in a couple of weeks' time. That's good food for thought, pardon the pun. But I thought in this week's episode, a lot of us parents are either starting our kids off at school for the first time, or we are, praise the Lord, sending our kids back. <laughs> it has been a long school holidays for us here in Tassie. I think we are the like last to go back in this, in Australia, which is just. Um, madness. But anyways, we are very much ready for our kids to go back to school. And in today's episode, I wanted to share with you a couple of resources that I have been using over the years to I guess help myself better understand my child. And I know that you know starting school, starting childcare, it's a lot of emotion. It's a huge change for kids. And so meeting our children where they're at is, I think, something that I strive to do most days. It's tough. You can't do it all day, (laughs) every day, a hundred percent. But I was just talking to another guest on a different podcast about the fact that, uh, you know, we just don't have that quote-unquote rule book when we come become parents and we have to navigate the difficult emotions of our children and we are there to be their rock and their soundboard but there are two books that I wanted to share with you that I feel like are like my motherhood playbooks and the first one I'm going to share with you is it's called Raising Girls by Steve Bidoff, who's actually an Australian author He also has a book called Raising Boys and the title and uh, like I guess the subtitle is How to Help Your Daughter Grow Up Happy, Healthy and Strong. And one of the things that I absolutely love in these books is it gives you the foundation in the kind of, you know, opening chapters, um, but it maps out essentially five stages of girlhood. And I love this about Steve because he puts things into kind of age group kind of categories. And I was joking with my previous guest that, you know, my daughter's birthday rolls around and I reach for that book off the bookshelf and I'm like, what are we doing this year? You know, like it's one of those things that is essentially my motherhood bible so he has got amazing chapters on you know birth to two years two to five five to ten ten to fourteen and then fourteen to eighteen he's also got some great chapters i'm just reading from the book now hazards and helps the five big risk areas and how to navigate them which i think oh i know that my you know kind of schooling was tricky and challenging um, in primary school and high school that was without social media so I am a little bit scared (laughs) about what happens next um, for our daughters but you know chapter two he talks about you know as I said those five big risk areas too sexy too soon mean girls body weight and food alcohol and other drugs and girls and the online world which I think Man, it's going to be an interesting world to navigate with my daughter. And then the last part of the book is girls and their parents. So there's chapters on girls and mums and then girls and dads. And the thing that I love about Steve's book, as I said, is he really just breaks it down and they have real case scenarios as well. He kind of like puts in little case studies and you... He's just got a beautiful way of writing as well, which is really, really helpful. So Raising Girls by Steve Bidolf is my, like, one of my top, top books that I love. The other one, and you've probably heard me bang on about this so many times, is The Whole Brain Child by um, Dan Siegel and Tina Payne Bryson. And, again, the other thing that I love about this book is that, and it's at the end, um... Again, all this foundation around prefrontal cortex and how everything is just so, it's just developing and evolving for so many years for our kids. And that's why they need us as adults to help regulate their emotions because they just absolutely can't do it themselves. And so this this book is actually very insightful not for not only your child, but for yourself as well. Because if you have as Dan kind of describes it, skipped a couple of steps in terms of that developmental capacity for regulating emotions. It gives you a really beautiful insight into maybe how you can take a few steps back and re-equilibrate and get to know yourself a bit better and therefore parent um, a bit better as well, but Dan also has segmented age groups as well. And so the beautiful thing is, if you go towards the back of the book, there's this section called Whole Brain Ages and Stages. And so what he's done is with each of the different kind of integrations of the brain, so you know integrating self and others, he calls it integrating left brain, right brain, integrating upstairs and downstairs of your brain. And then he talks about the whole brain strategy and, you know, provides you with scenarios that you can apply. And then he kind of gives you the solution to those problems with the third column in these tables is the application of the start of the strategy. So for, I'm just going to read one out, which oh, I just love this book so much. So for example, this is in the preschooler three to six category, the... Type of integration is integrating upstairs and downstairs. And so he says the whole brain strategy is move it or lose it. A powerful way to help a child regain upstairs and downstairs balance is to have them move their body, which just totally makes sense. They don't know how to express their emotions any other way. And so it's this big ball of energy. And so if they can't get it out using their words, what's the next best thing? Movement. And so the application of the strategy, kids this age love to move. He says, when your child is upset and after you've acknowledged their feelings, give them reason to move their body, wrestle with them, play, keep it up with um, the balloon. We love that episode on Bluey, toss a ball back and forth while they're um, they're telling you why they're upset, move the body. Moving the body is a powerful way to change the mood. We did this a lot during covid because obviously we couldn't leave our house in Melbourne for longer than an hour and we couldn't travel for more than 5Ks. So we used to have like little dance-offs. We would throw the music on, we would, you know, just move our bodies and dance it out and it was one of the best things that that we did just to kind of, I don't know, keep ourselves sane. Um <laughs> But coming back full circle, if your kids are off to childcare, if they're starting kinder, if they're starting school, whether it be high school or primary school, it is a big, big change for not only them personally, but for you and your family. And so if you are looking for resources about how to best um, manage with those big emotions and those big feelings, I highly recommend these two books, The Whole Brain Child by Dan Siegel and Tina Payne Bryson, and also Raising Girls and Raising Boys by Steve Bidolph. All right then, until next time, I will see you. Bye!